Blind Go! Hello, hello, and welcome. I'm Nick. I'm Ryan. And welcome to the Leaky Studios Podcast, Freeware Game Review number 94, Pokemomo. Podcast for September the 23rd. gotta get this schedule back on track yeah these weekend sojourns of yours are making us liars this weekend was just kind of weird yeah yeah because i didn't did i go somewhere you didn't tweet at all which is usually my sign that you're floating ever so gently in outer space or like lifting weights and ten thousand times the earth gravity or whatever it is you do when you're not here on the weekends? I mean that you're very close. Uh, I don't even remember you what I did this weekend. You do not even remember this weekend. Holy fuck. I really don't. So we might as well just uh, push forward, right? Yeah. Okay. How much of this weekend did you spend playing Doom 2? Son of Doom. Just like last night from about midnight? Oh. Until you showed up. Okay. Not counting the point in time I went out to apply to work at a hardware store and get Chinese food. That sounds like a good day. Yeah. It's Wait, not... you did that after midnight? No, I did that this morning. Oh, okay. No, after midnight, I let it all hang out. Okay. Oh, yes. It's the official decree. I thought you, like, let it all... No, you see, you saw a man walking upside down. How does that mess your baby up? <laughs> it's okay, I have a song now. It's Du Hast. Gross. Um, um, do we start talking about the thing or do we do news first? Like I always forget. Official. Oh, shit, news. I haven't been. Oh, fuck. Um, I played Hawken. You played Hawken? Yeah. Dude, tell me about that. Are you serious? I can't. I had to sign an NDA because it's a closed alpha. Tell me about that off mic later. Okay. Fuck. Um, you know how that game looks super awesome? Yeah. I would probably trust those instincts. Um, I played. Speaking of uh, like betas and alphas and stuff, I played a buttload of Planet Side Two. I forget if I talked about that on mic yet. Uh, I don't think you have. Um. I never played a bunch of Planet Side 1, so, like, I think I'm coming at it from a position of ignorance when I say I imagine it's a hell of a lot like Planet Side 1. Yeah. Um, but I really like the flow of that game, like, just how it plays out, because you're in this, like, just constantly shifting sort of, like, you know, territorial power balance thing, Ooh. where, like, everything that's going on is the, like direct effect of players doing something good like there is no acting force in that game that is not other players good excellent fantastic yeah um is it compared to um like like is there a a world or is it more like the way MechWarrior 5 worked how did MechWarrior 5 work with the whole like online dominance like you go into a level and then the levels in certain areas will do oh no 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 there, there's a a a set world like there's actually you just walk around in. Yes. Oh. Okay. Um, okay. Like, how, how does that work for something with uh, like dominance and power levels? So and... there are facilities there. So there are three uh, what are called warp gates on at different points on the map that are the home bases for the factions that can't be like conquered. Okay. Those are just like you will always have this at the very least. Um, and then scattered throughout the map are other sorts of facilities, some of which are just kind of like, okay, when you control this place, it's like some watchtower or something, 
and you will control this hex, and that's all that it does. But then some of them will give your entire faction, like all of the players in that faction, will give them resources over time. Mm -hmm. And then the resources you use to buy vehicles and uh, stuff like that, resupply grenades. Um, And then facilities will have vehicle spawn points and just sort of spawn points in general to allow you to move through the map. Mm -hmm. And it's basically like you just kind of want to take them because that's what you do in that game. Like, you want to take them and defend the ones that are under attack. Yeah. Um, Like, over the course of playing for, like, just playing very heavily for a couple days, I kind of got a feel for... I I joined with NC, the, uh, I don't know, Nuevo Conglomerate or whatever. (laughs) Okay. Um, What color? uh, Blue and gold. Fantastic. Perfect. You picked Um, the right one. Yeah, there's... Is there, uh, like, the Terran... Dominion, I think it is, or T is it T R Turner? I don't know. They're red and black. T V S. They're fascists, and there's the N C that are blue and gold that are not, and then there are the Vanu who believe in purple and green. Yeah, purple and green. They have energy weapons and stuff, and they're just like we need to become like these dead aliens. That's the future for us, dead aliens. Um, so Scientology. Yeah, there's okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so you have like this this triple, just you know, push and pull across the map, and like over the course of just playing for a couple days, I kind of got a feel for like, okay, these are the territories that should remain NC territory. Like, you know, we should control this point and this point and this point and this point, and that'll give us a good dumping off point to get to. Oh, I've forgotten the names of them now. The two big. There's three big bio labs that are nearby that should be ours, um, and just like should be just like advantageous for you to keep and like just be able to defend. They're in our territory. They're in. They're near our warp gate. They should be ours. Okay. Like, at the very least, we should have these. And then the thing is, those give you a forward position to spawn like tanks and drop ships and stuff. Yeah. To further your reach. Um, so how does it? Like, it's just sort of like whoever's on the server is on the server. Like, it's a lot of people at once. Yep. How does that work? Because the only thing I could really think that that compares to is something like MAG, which was like 64 players per side on, like, a huge map that basically... This is like a couple hundred per faction. Okay. Um, there's actually this sort of sliding thing that goes on where if your faction is, like, less populous on the server that day, you get more resources and experience for playing your faction. Okay. Um, The thing is, you will never... The map is so large that it's not like... Like, if if Vanu just, like, doesn't have any players on for some reason, like, there's just half as many Vanu as there is anyone else. Yeah. Like, you won't really notice it in your immediate vicinity... But, like, Vanu overall will lose a lot of territory or whatever. Okay. Like, you're never interacting with, like, you know, 300 people at a time. Yeah. But they're around. But, okay, so so that's, like, for, for any, like, encounter you may have. Like, like can, is there something else you compare what like, what that's, like, it, it, the battle you experience? What does that really compare to? Is it, it, like, maybe, like, a Halo level? I'm sure it's more than, like, an Action Quake level. It's more like a, a battlefield. Like, the, you never go into, like, an instanced area and everything. Like, Mm -hmm. the whole world is always happening, so people kind of come and go. There are, like, small indoor areas where it's just like, okay, this place is just, like, one point. It's got, like, a spawn to get ATVs. It's just kind of a jumping-off point. So maybe, you know, if you're in a competition over that, it's, like, you know, two to four players on each side would be fucking around with that. Because, like... It, anything other than that, and it's just like, okay, we've got this galaxy, eight people dropped in, they took the point, all right, let's move on. You know, if you're actually fighting over that sort of area. And then there are other facilities called biolabs, which are much more complex. They typically have, like, five control points spread out over a pretty large area. There's usually, like, auxiliary bases that you can take over, and then that'll give you a spawn point to rally to the main base that you can't get into without air support or by taking all the 
ones on the outside to drop its shields and stuff. Huh. So that's when you start getting into like 20 and 30 player engage, like, you know, on each side engagements. That sounds pretty good. Um, a really fun thing that I did was a couple times I just kind of joined up with some guys who took out a galaxy, which is a very large flying dropship sort of thing, yeah. and mobile spawn point. It can hold, what, like a pilot, three gunners, and then six people inside, I think. Ooh. Does it as have, well like, as two max units. Does it have, like, geometry on the inside? Can you run around in it? No, you're just kind of <gasps> in it. Um, That's one thing that Battlefield 2142 had that I haven't seen anything else oh, yeah. do is mobile geometry that you could you would fly up to the ship and run around in it, and then when you came out and jumped back off, you were somewhere else because it was just moving through the level. Okay. It was super dope. Now, whenever you're, you're sitting inside of it as a passenger, you just kind of get a third-person view of the thing, yeah. and it's just like, all right, here we go. Um... But a couple times I have just, like, piled in with a bunch of dudes in there, and we would just fly out, like, oh, there's a TR point. Everybody drop. Let's take it. All right, get back in. Moving on. Hmm. You know, just this roving, I I don't even, like, just squad of dudes just taking land, moving on. Taking land, moving on. That's... But then when you're, like, you know, sieging, like, a biolab or a fortress or something, you get just these like, really protracted, like, tank battles with, like, air support and stuff. It's really awesome. Um, does it have a good, like, uh, like, it's it's future, there's space and stuff. Is it, um, like, what do the battles look like? Does it look sort of like a tribe? Is there, like, lasers going back and forth? Is it like Battlefield, occasionally an airplane will just curve into the ground for no reason? It's a bit like Battlefield. If the Vaudu are involved, there are lasers and shit everywhere. Okay. If it, it's just But is, is it, like, a lot of, uh, like, hitscan weapons or there's tanks actually and stuff going on? not... I don't think there are hitscan weapons. I really? think it's all projectile-based. Fantastic. Um, like, when you're on, like, an AA turret or whatever, it's just kind of like... You barely see anything. Like, you just see, like, a tracer every now and then. Yeah. But, like, if you are outside and watching a dude fire an AA turret, it's just, like, these giant streaking arcs of, like, tracer fire, and you can just kind of see it move and see them drop and everything. Awesome. Um, You know, you can... Like, even, like, the assault rifles and stuff, I think they're all actually projectile-based. Hmm. Um, and, yeah, it, it kind of... it It plays similarly to a battlefield... You know, it has that same sort of, uh, like, character role stuff. Like, there are assault dudes who have jetpacks and engineers who can repair and drop turrets and medics who can heal and revive and, uh, like, heavy infantry that have rockets. And then you have, you know, ground vehicles and air vehicles and emplacement weapons and whatnot. Okay. But just the fact that this whole world is constantly like the the battle lines are just constantly shifting and it's all because of player action is just really interesting to take part in yeah like it, the fact that just like you can be having your little battle but then it can like some other conflict or group of people can just wander into it and really change it that sounds yeah. like it it's it's better than... I mean, remember when we were talking about Air Buccaneers and we were saying you can make those more interesting by having, like, Sky Krakens appear or having something dynamic on the map? Mm-hmm. It's just a player-driven battle dynamic. Yeah. yeah. Which sounds really dope. It's a very interesting experience to play. Um, and is that open beta? Like, can people go play that now? You can... Uh, there's, like, a, a list that you can get onto and it's, like, they'll trickle people in. You can buy into the beta, Ooh. which gives you... It, I believe it's going to be free to play at launch. Okay. Um, so buying into the beta, it's like forty bucks and gives you forty bucks worth of, of their like in game currency once the game launches. Yeah. As well as uh, like special founder vehicle skins and stuff. Okay. Um, I think they said something about like also free weapon unlocks once the game launches and all the weapons are in. Ooh. Because there's a lot of variety in weapons in like the store that you can just kind of look at but they're all like not available right now oh so you kind of just have the default weapons for each class okay because uh i'm probably gonna sign up for that because that sounds yeah yeah that sounds like it's really fun yeah um if nothing else like a new futuristic battlefield because they haven't tried to do that but also just crazy large-scale things and that just sounds and also like persistent character building 
it, and it's not like just the sort of like, oh, I leveled up, I dinged or whatever. It's like you get certifications for completing objectives. Uh-huh. Like that's the only way you get them from capturing points and doing things. Yeah. And then you can use those certifications to basically buy your way into different equipment. Okay. Uh, uh, what? Uh, I mean, so you said that they're like role-based stuff. So yeah, yeah. There's like like a couple of classes so you can find something yeah, you like Yeah, it's like, like light assault, heavy assault, engineer, medic, sniper. Okay. Because actually, I got to say, like, I never, I never got on that tribes ascend train, mm-hmm. and I think part of that was just because, like, from from what I was hearing, you know, from you and, and other people who were playing it, about how it, uh, just like everything that is equipment was locked behind just experience ups and just like, yeah. it's like, no, I want to have like a lot of options from the beginning. Like, yeah, that is a a weird divergence especially from like tribes which didn't have a class system or anything it was just like light armor heavy armor medium armor all the weapons do whatever okay okay i i can work with that then yeah um so let's get to talking about our thing for today let's get to talking about our thing for today pokemomo 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 good night everybody uh no he's gonna be in the next generation the pokemomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomomom
running with a bunch of dudes and just fucking playing Pokemon with your friends. I mean, I have not been able to play this with anyone yet because I was playing it for a little while. I actually got as far as uh, I beat the first gym. Okay. So I met Brock and I whooped his ass. Okay. And I believe if I turn it back on right now, I'll be in the bike shop without the bike voucher. Well, now you're ahead of me. I yeah. Catch up. I don't know. I can so who'd, you, who'd you pick? You picked you pick Charmander. No, I picked Bulbasaur. Oh, me too. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Knuckles. Sweet. Boop. Um. Yeah, it, it it's really weird. Oh? It's just sort of weird to see how, like, naturally you can make it into an MMO. Yeah. Because it's, it is just Pokemon. It is literally, like, the exact same game. I think some of the moves are, like, buggy or something. They haven't gotten them all to work yet. It's part of the still in development. So, like, yeah, yeah. Um, Disabled does not do anything. Okay. It just always misses. And there are a couple quality of life things. Um, like, um, the, the interface is, is different. It's been, you know, built to work with keyboard and mouse rather yeah. than, you know, Game Boy buttons Which is actually everything. really nice. Which is really nice. And it has some things in, like, uh, the UI, like an EV counter for your Pokemon yeah, if you so, want to twink them or whatever. Or, yeah, EV is just shown to you yeah. in, your, uh, in the stat box. But being able to, like, drag stuff around, items, and, and some of the interface for the battle menu... Uh, just like there's a con- like there's your party of Pokemon on the side that you can rearrange quickly and has little color indicators for their status. Mm. Um, just the way that it pops up, like whenever you're in a battle, it pops up the battle window sort of in the middle of your screen. So in the background, you can still see like people running around and doing their thing, and the chat window is constantly up. Yep, like it's it's very slick. It's it's well done. Um, the one thing that I will comment on as a negative is that the music is ass. Yeah. Like, I don't know what their deal is, but they have this weird rearranged music soundtrack, which yep. I guess they... Like, no, that's... I, it, it's really weird. It's a Pokemon thing. Yeah. Like, because when I was playing Emerald for a little while, I could not listen to it. Just like, every song sounded like it was three different songs being played at the yeah, same time, and they exactly. did not mesh. Like, sometimes I'm really not sure if, like... Their audio is buggy and like the music like restarts in a weird part of a beat and then just like is playing twice at the same time. It's yeah. just not right. Like I honestly wasn't sure if the sound wasn't coming out right or something and it was like glitching and playing two tracks at the same time, like offset. I'm gonna or guess something. that's just what the fire red music sounds like. Oh gross. They've been doing weird stuff with the music for a while. Ugh. Let's just rip the music out of Pokemon Stadium. And then dump it into the Fire Red ROM. What sort of music was there in Pokemon Stadium? It sounded like, you know, first and second gen Pokemon music, except higher quality because it was on an S64 and not a Game Boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, there you go. Did it have all the tracks, though? Like, it wouldn't have, like, walking around in the field music. You didn't walk around the field in Pokemon Stadium. Uh, they would have needed incidental music for the menus. I guess. I mean, like, look at all the recognizable music from Pokemon Puzzle League. Granted, that was all off, like, rearrangements of the 2BA Master album. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Pokemon Puzzle League. Yeah, dude! Like, the the only sort of thing that they've done, like, that's really different, which I don't think is a bug, I think it's, it's a design choice, is that uh, trainers do not automatically battle you. You have to talk to a trainer, uh, an NPC trainer. You need to talk to them to uh, start a battle with them? them. Yeah. Okay. Um, which is cool and kind of nice. It means I'm actually going around a bit underleveled, but... Yeah, uh, I can see that as another sort of quality of life upgrade. Well, especially because you have so many, like, regular trainers just rolling around. Yeah. Except, like... Do you get experience from battling other guys? Because I know you... I believe like, you do. You never get experience from battling other guys in, like, you know, official Nintendo Pokemon. Yeah. No, I, I believe you do. Okay. And, like, that's sort of... Like, that's... It's this weird way that they've, like, increased the population of the Pokemon world. Cause, yeah. Because, like, I never felt that it was really, like empty in there but now you see things that make sense like every patch of of tall grass just has like people going around and it walking in big circles or just back and forth hey, a lot hey, any pokemon in here look at the pokemon but it's the kind of thing that makes you think like like if this is what the human population is there are no more pokemon every every <laughs> every tall grass is inhabited by a trainer and the one behind him by his bulbasaur a lot of rattatas being following people oh yeah yeah Gross. Rattatas are alright. Rattatas are terrible. No, eradicated. Blah. What a rattata. You know, it's quick attack. Eradicate, uh, though, looks kind of fluffy. Like, it looks like you'd go to pet him and your hands would just sink in. Yeah, but, like, 
He's also got a face that you would see on a pirate flag. That's true. He's got those big old teeth. Oh, actually, that would be a sweet pirate flag, though. Big old teeth. Yeah. Hyperfang. Bones. Cut, cut your hilt in half. Uh, but yeah, just like, and so you can walk around, you can battle anybody. It's kind of cool. It will tell you whether somebody is in like an NPC battle or a trainer battle with another actual player. Yep. Um, apparently item trading is not implemented yet. And, uh, Pokemon training is, but there, I believe there's a level cap before you can trade Pokemon or something. I want to say it's. I saw somebody say that your starters have to be level 50 before oh, you can Oh, it's just a starter, them. okay. I believe so, yeah. I guess that's just to prevent people from, like, making three accounts and then just putting all the Pokemon onto one. Yeah, that would probably do it. Uh, but, um... I don't know, fuck it. Just let people do that, though. What the fuck? Yeah, why not? <laughs> What's the matter? Just give people all three Pokemon as a start. Just do it if they're going to do it anyway. Fuck G- it. Just do it first. Just give me a fucking level 100 Articuno at the start of the game. So, okay, so that's also, <laughs> like, I haven't actually had too many player battles yet, mm-hmm. but that's mostly because, like, before I was out of Pallet Town, I got challenged, like, three battles where the other guy had at least one level 30 in his party. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just, like, wandering around Pallet Town waiting to bop dudes? Yeah. It's like, hey, buddy, welcome to Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, although, it's kind of, they, they try to get around that. Whenever somebody challenges you, it gives you a little window that pops up that tells you... Like the average level of their party? the le- Like, how many Pokemon they have, what their highest level one is, and what the average of their party is. Oh, okay. So they're trying to help that out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, which means I didn't get tricked into any of those battles. You were just like, fuck it! But it was just like, I don't... Like, I would like to sort of have even battles, but I guess that's not really happening. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's just, it's like, but just to see that world so populated, to see everybody just, you know, doing that MMO thing of like, oh, here's the guy who gives you the bike voucher. Here's everybody crowded around a gym leader. Here's everybody. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just kind of weird. Like, here's people in chat looking to trade two of the same Pokemon so they can get an experience bonus. Like, all of the NPC Pokemon just, or Pokemon trainers, just people standing around them like hummingbirds at a feeder. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of sad, like... A lot of the incident, like non-story critical NPCs, just don't have their scripts oh, put yeah. in yet. So sometimes you'll try to talk to somebody, and it just says, oh, "We're missing the script. Come back later." What about the trendy phrase guy? He's not in this game. I don't think he is. No. Or they probably haven't implemented TVs yet at that point. Anyway, I wasn't sure if how do computers work? Because I tried to use the PC in your starting house to get the free potion out of it, hmm? and I couldn't use the PC in your starting house. Really? Yeah. Don't you? I don't know. I don't think I've tried using a PC yet. Okay. Like, I think by the point where I'm at, I only have, like, seven or eight Pokemon, and I don't want to trade. No, I, I must have used it, because I had to put my fucking Caterpie in a box. <laughs> Get out of here, Caterpie! That's a fucking dirtbag Caterpie. I had to put him in a box. What the fuck do you think you're doing here, Caterpie? Caterpies are adorable. I'm just going to have all birds. I turn into Butterfree. Eat bugs. Viridian Forest. Oh, man, that would be a great context to, like, set yourself... This game would be a great context to set yourself up as, like, uh, like a gym leader sort of guy. Like, just put together your weird theme team and, like, take challengers. Man, that would actually be pretty great. You and know, you want to start a gym? Yeah, we can start a gym. We can oh, just we can hang out at somebody's a, house? We should, like, hang out in a cave somewhere and be like, this is our gym. Oh, my God, like, Pokemon gangs? Yeah! Oh, Oh, that made this so much better now. Okay, now I'm back on board with this uh, game. I already met some Team Rocket grunts. They're going to protect the world from devastation. I'm oh, down dude. with that. I, I would hate for the world to be devastated. Those guys sound like they're doing a great service. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I, I, They I, don't like cut off slowpoke tails in this game, right? That was no. in the second gen? I think so. Okay, cool. It must have been. I don't remember. We're good. Okay. We're good then. Uh, they get hats. Hats are cool. Wait, you get hats? No, the, the Team okay. Rocket. When you join Team Rocket, they give you a hat. They give you one of those little, like... Like black caps with the R. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's awesome. I would love my hat to have an R on. You it. get to like pick your your um like your your player sprite and the color. Not the sprite, just the color. I thought you got to pick the sprite. Well, I mean, oh right, boy it's or just, girl. It's just, right, and it's just pulling it out of the one realm, so it only yeah. be the one. Yeah, if they, if I could just dump a bunch of ROMs in there and then pick whatever character sprite I wanted. I mean, so, cool. Like since they since they already have like. ROM reading capabilities in their program for both GBA and DS, like, 
Yeah, that's true. I feel like they could possibly do that, but I bet they want to get like at least one campaign completely done. Yeah, you, know, you need all the moves to work before you start worrying about that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like that's the other thing. Like, just more variety in what people look like. Because, I mean, they 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 do do palette swaps. Yeah. For the characters, so I mean, like, you could be male or female in like eight different colors or something, probably. Yeah. Like cyan and yellow and black. I think I went with like cyan dude. I think I went cyan dude. Oh fuck. They have uh, multiple character support, so you can you can start multiple characters on the same account. Oh, okay. Um, at least I believe you can. I haven't tried it yet. Uh, probably. But, yeah, that's awesome. It's free to register an account, so whatever. Yeah. Um, I got three backup dope emails. Uh, it's uh, it's nice to be going through Red again. Yeah, it's kind of nostalgic. Like, I never personally owned a Game Boy. Yeah. But like, I remember playing like the first. You know, 20 minutes of Pokemon a couple times, like, under the jungle gym on yeah. somebody else's Game Boy and shit like that. Yeah. Oh, man. Because why not? Yeah. But there's, like... Just like, yeah, you can you can use this for recess because I'm going to go, I don't know, do something else, but you can't save. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, I promise. But, like, uh, I don't know, play, like, I, had, I didn't play Fire Red because I had already played Red when it first came out because mm-hmm. old school. Yeah. Uh, but just like to like, I don't know. I can't wait to get to uh, Lavender Town and do oh, stuff like that. And it's so too spooky. But it, it's it's like meeting Team Rocket and doing so. Like it's kind of weird. Like I can't tell if I'm just imagining this or if there's some like change in style with the later generations. When it's like, well, you played the first game when you met Team Rocket and you did this stuff. So like now you know what Pokemon are. So these games we're gonna do something else and there's going to be like you know here's the dude who wants to bring back polka gods yeah there was that dude like like i don't know like like the world is full of pokemon that is sort of like enough of a conceit for me yeah like when they started doing more it's like it's like i don't want to get caught up in your your big tale that's what pokemon the movie 2000 was for yeah and there <laughs> when they got to the point that there were like a bunch of legendaries in black and white that were like unicorn dogs that were based on the three musketeers because of a movie tie-in. Like I was just like, Oh Christ, what the fuck is this? And why are there also three palette swapped rain God Pokemon? Uh Yeah. Yeah. I say, but I don't know. Just like, just like wander, grumble, grumble, get off my porch, etc. Just wandering around going on a Pokemon adventure that, Oh, I want to get an EV. I want to talk to Bill and get a fucking EV? Oh, dude, we're good EVs. I think there might be um, like weird glitch stuff that still carries over as well. Because I don't know. I have to imagine he was playing this, but this dude Evan on Twitter was like, "All right, I taught my Ditto Dragon Rage. It's awesome <laughs> because of like some weird glitch where you have your Ditto transform into something that knows the move Rage, yeah. and then as it does like the, you have to get hit while you're using it, so it does the Rage's building thing." And then, like, if you capture that Pokemon, the Ditto will, while the Rage is building thing, like, it'll, like, since it's stuck in that cycle or something, like, it'll just keep that Pokemon's moveset after the battle is over. Huh. (laughs) And then you can use that Ditto, since it breeds with everything, to pass weird moves on to different Pokemon. Cool. Yeah. Oh, man, that's actually pretty sweet. I, I thought I heard somebody mention that they fixed, like, the Seafoam Islands thing, so you may not be able to get a missing no or do any item dupe stuff. Because they did rebuild, like, the whole menu system. Like, there is yeah. no, like, bag menu. Like, there's yeah. a bag that you bring up, and you can click on stuff, and I'm, like, okay with that. Because that, like, they made a really slick interface. I, I yeah. j- Just having it, like, full screen without, and just being able to see more around you. Yeah, it doesn't, like, stretch it out. It just Like, it, it gives expands. you sort of a, a strange, like, sense of scope. Yeah, it gives you a sense of distances in Pokemon, which I never really got before because it's always like you're walking and then the the walks between always seem longer because you're fighting every few minutes. Mm-hmm. But when you're not, you know, forced to fight every NPC trainer, everything's really close see- together. Somebody actually made like a 1/1 one, one, uh reproduction of the Kanto region in Minecraft. Oh yeah. And that's really weird because you can, Oh like- yeah, they're both tile-based. Yeah. Like you can just Yeah, he just did that. Huh. And it looked really strange because like if you went up to the roof of any one building you could see like four other buildings or like four other cities 
from just oh, where wow. you were. Like, like things are really close together when you actually look at it. Yeah. Um, to, sort of at full scale. But you know what? That's all right. Like, yeah, I, I'm I'm super okay with that. And it's, I don't know. Like, it's it's sort of like a reality check to my nostalgia for Pokemon. That's yeah, um, yeah. Which actually like makes me want to go back to like Dime, uh, Pearl or, or even I re- I kind of want to play Black and White because it sounds like Black and White. They went back to having like a Pokemon story, but telling it well rather than just having like some crazy stuff in a world. I don't know, like, th- there's there's something about, like, the, the, the first generation where it was just like, I'm just going on a Pokemon adventure. Yeah. Whereas the later ones were like, I'm going on an adventure in the world of Pokemon. And also going to wander into some crazy stuff. I, I think the stuff in, in black and white is kind of more thematically cohesive. Mm. Um, and actually with the way that, with, with the sequel coming out and the way they set it up for the sequel in the end is, like, really cool. Yeah, like the, you end that game, and like you and your the rival dude are just like, all right, we're the fucking heroes. We've got dragons. We've got conflicting worldviews. Oh man! <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <sighs> so that's one thing that I hope you know. If they don't just get shut down before they finish this, one thing that would be cool is like again, if you can get more ROMs, just mm-hmm. like load other regions. That way you have a, a, the same character, and then you go and visit the different regions. Yeah, go visit Kanto, go visit Johto, go I, visit... Uh, don't know any names past that. Nippon? Nope. Nippo? Nope. Uh, Nippo. Go visit Pokemon Osaka. I don't know. That might be Johto. Poke New York. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Shinto? Did you say Shincho? I didn't say Shinto! Shino. Shino. <laughs> I'm going to visit the Shinto region. <laughs> Every Pokemon is red and white. <laughs> uh, the Kabuki region? Did you go visit <laughs> Kabuki Islands in Pokemon? That's, um... No, that was like that weird not gym where all those girls had all those Eevees. Oh, dude. Oh, okay, we should go start a gym. Yeah, that's like, a really good idea, right? No, like, like okay, so so, like, there's a weird just, like... You're playing Pokemon, and really the only difference is that, like, because, you know, no player collision, everything with players is optional, you can accept or, or reject or whatever. So it's just like, well, now I'm just playing Pokemon Red, but I can see everyone else playing, playing it Pokemon me, Red, yeah. Which is, you know, the same problem that any MMO has. It's like, no, we're all kind of just playing our own game. But even worse, because, they're, like, they're, the party menu, like, there's a thing on the side that says party. And then you realize it's talking about your Pokemon and not any players you're rolling around with. Like, there is a friends list, but... Yeah, yeah, and I think you can go into, like, a friend-specific chat channel and stuff like that. Yeah, but I can't think of anything that that would actually do. Like, I haven't played with it yet, but, like, aside from just walking next to each other and, like, approaching the same dudes, like, there's no double or triple battling, there's no... Mm -hmm. All you can do is, like, like, proceed with each other and trade and fight. But there's no way to, like, really co-op it. Except for just, like, synchronized single-player. Mm. And that's not really a co-op. No. So, I don't know, that's weird. Like, like if if they could get, like, the next one and then you start doing double battles and shit, okay, count me in. I don't know, like, just the... That would be weird. You would have to have, like, some sort of, like, like link menu to be like, I am playing with this player, we are our double battle partners. Oh, yeah. I don't know, just, just the idea of, like... Which actually, even without like those gameplay hooks of like double battling together and stuff, just the idea of like going on a Pokemon adventure with your friends this time, like that could be all right. It's it, it's heartwarming to me, like, and it's a purely emotional reaction. Yeah, and there's nothing really rational going on there, but I'm just like, oh man, a Pokemon adventure with my friends. See, but I think that's sort of what happened. What they lost when they left Red and Blue, because Gen One was like. The conceit is that this world has Pokemon. Yeah. So it is a story like, about you and your Pokemon. All right, kid. Get all sorts of stuff in that world. Go find them. And then, like, later games, just like, all right, you, okay, go out and get your Pokemon. And then, and like... And oh, this weird kid stole a thing from the lab. Yeah, and, and then it's like, okay, we're going to have, like, an adventure that isn't based around the fact that you're meeting Pokemon for the first time. Like, yeah. like I feel strongly with the Pokemon I have. Yeah, like like they are the friends coming through this world with me in the later games. Yeah, like, thinking about it, like if you played black and white and like had all of your friends running around with you, like it would be weird. Yeah, right. Especially because like each of them would have their two 
like NPC buddies too. It would just be like, okay, here's me and here's you and here's my what were their names? Like Bianca and Sharon? I don't know. I have, still haven't played. Okay. Um, God, I want to play some of that. But like Red, like the, those first games, it's almost like and especially when you can have a Pokemon following you. Like that really just yeah. puts them in the world, not necessarily just in fights. It's a little touch, but it works. Like it's just less of a of a narrative game, I think. Yeah. Yeah, like See, and and here's the thing, like which is not a fault. I I like 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 playing through together with friends. Like I'm okay with that, but it needs to be the thing like, you know, we talked about it when we talked about EG about how what can make a game amazing, even if it's single player, and make it like a social experience, is if two people playing the same game have like a different story of their their mm. playthrough. Yeah, yeah. But like the only the only way that really happens in that could happen in this one well, is you're gonna find and catch different Pokemon. Yeah. But you know, sometimes you don't leave an area so you catch every Pokemon of that area unless you're doing like a Nuzlocke run. Like if you started playing through and you said like, all right, here's the rules, we're like only gonna catch like the first one we encounter. Yo, you want to do like that? that? You want to co-op Nuzlocke? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to start that tonight? <sighs> yeah, I think I do. Okay. Okay. Well, let's fucking wrap it up. Pokemon Mamo. I give it, uh, what, three months? Oh. It, it, Before the big end It, it depends. Because, like, <laughs> like it's getting kind of, I guess it's getting kind of popular. Like, there's yeah, a lot uh, of players running around they, in it. They actually had to shut down registration for a while. Because so their they servers could, were getting overloaded. Yeah, with, so with that they could set up, like, a multi-channel server thingy so that the game could keep running. Yeah. Because they were getting so bloated with players. Which is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it's good to see enthusiasm. And, like, yeah. I know a lot of people on Twitter and Tumblr and stuff are are playing it. I mean, that's the thing. Like, as long as they have, you know, as long as they're not supplying any of the stuff from the ROM. Like, as long as everything that they're doing is just, like, we're just building the MMO interface. We're not giving them the ROM. We're not giving them yeah, we're any Nintendo-created content. We are not distributing your assets. It's like YZ, YZ Doom is allowed to work. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, like as long as that's what they're doing, and they're just like, no, you need to get the files for the game from somewhere else. We're just a client to run it. I, they may be allowed to, to get around it on I that. I do see some art on their website that doesn't have the artist credited. Like, I don't know who does that. Like, I don't... I've not seen people do that. What? Uh, like, take artists off of things, or things like that. Like, there are times when you post something without putting the artist sometimes that's because you did not find it from the original artist mm-hmm. like like if if i know it or like i saw it because I, I found it because i was looking at stuff that artist has done i will generally put the credit with it but sometimes i just find a pretty picture and i post it and like there are plugins that you can get to do like reverse image searches to find sources for things so my argument is is that like the way most people are going to do that especially on tumblr like tumblr is like a river like a lot of people will see a picture and it'll just go past. Like it's yeah. not it's not like that artist is losing like a new viewer or new follower or something because if, yeah. somebody, if somebody liked that picture enough, they will do the reverse image search to go look up who the artist is. If you're putting the wrong artist credit on an image, that's an issue. Yourself. Yeah, no. That's that is a bad issue. If if you're putting like a new watermark on something that is not yours, if that you is that is your problem. Are taking a pretty picture off of Pixiv Washing out all the cover, all the colors, making it a little blurry, and then putting your watermark on it. That's <laughs> also. Well, I want to say that's not cool, but I did make like a background out of somebody's picture on DeviantArt by just like color saturating it and doing some repositioning of stuff. But I linked to the original artist thing. Like I use this in my in my thing. On one hand, hack everything. On the other hand, come on, man. I mean, hack everything, Come but on, man. give credit to your sources. Like, yeah. like it's like I made this image, but it was using parts from these people, and then you know, share and share alike. I just find it bizarre that there are so many people who are like expressing their artistry in the exact same way of finding pictures, washing out the colors, posting them on Tumblr. That's <laughs> because. People like looking at that shit, I guess. Yeah. It gets some hits. It... Anyway, yeah. Pokemon MMO, like, this is the dream. You always wanted to play Pokemon with your friends. Like, Pokemon is a, a huge shared experience. Like, 
who the fuck hasn't played a Pokemon game? Mm. And now you can run around and see your buddy running around in the game with you. The only thing I would say that could actually beat it is what, what was it, Monster Guru or like any Pokemon based on an iPhone? Did you mean Monster Guru? Yeah, that one. No, okay. I don't know if that ever came out. I went looking for it the other day. So, so here's here's what happens. Like the only the only way that you're gonna beat an MMO Pokemon game, even if it's just like red again, like if they just do this, but now you see everybody else and you can have a friends list. Like, like the only the only thing that will sort of beat that and be like functionally better than that is something that is iPhone based, so that, that way you have your Pokemon wherever you are. You meet other real life people in your physical travels. Yeah, you can battle them there. Also, GPS based. So, depending on where you are in real life, it'll change the kind of things you have access to. That would be dope. Which isn't super great. Or, like, do limited. Do, like, uh, Portable Plus does. Or Portable Ops. With the the With the Wi-Fi scanning, yeah. Yeah. Like, make it semi-random, but you need to, like, have unique places that... It's... I mean, like... Foursquare. Yeah. People freaking love Foursquare. One time, I was like, I have an iPhone. I should check out Foursquare. I think I signed into a deli in New Jersey somewhere where I got <laughs> lunch, and then I never used it again. That works. Yep. The, the only thing I can say about Foursquare is I've been told that it has, like... And actually, I went to... Oh, yeah, I went to a winery over the weekend. Oh, yeah? That's weird. But they had a, a thing. Nice time. They had a thing that was like, check in at Foursquare here, and it'll give you a code that yeah, you yeah. can tell the, the barista. It's not a barista at a winery, is it? It's a Salomier. A Salomier? And you can tell the salamier that <laughs> probably not that code, and he'll give you like a discount or like a. a, a I believe that's something. like the person at a like in a French restaurant who recommends the wine to you that goes with this specific dish. Oh, wow! I wish I could get paid for that. Yeah. Okay, what do you call the the dude at a pizzeria? A pizzerista. A pizzeria. Uh, Luigi. <laughs> Yeah, I think you I think you call him like I think you call him Dino. No joke, the pizzeria by my house where I grew up, Tinos. Yeah? Yeah. God damn. Now it's San Remos. <laughs> what? Swear to God. Is it like an empanada place now? No, it's still pizza. Okay. So Pokemon Mo, I'll put a link to the website on the show notes. You have to do whatever you need to do to get the ROMs yourself to play it. Um you're a grown-ass person. You probably have a Pokemon Red cartridge in your history somewhere. Yeah. There's ways to do it. Go get yourself one of those adapters. Do a ROM dump. Yeah. Be an ethical human being. Get your PS2 BIOS while you're at it. I didn't do that. Oh. I'm scum. I have a... I think it's a Max Drive. Anyway... Uh, that's the one for dumping PS1 memory cards. Oh, dude. Yeah. So Just then you do can... Do some save hacks. Yeah. Give yourself all of... I'm blanking on PS1 games. The infinite ammo headband? Uh, Was that in MGS1? Three Night Vision goggles. Yeah. Okay. You can um, send us emails at podcast at net. You can also communicate with us over Facebook. Twitter. And Tumblr. And Tumblr. Uh, Christ. Aliku. I, I took the reins and then just like, my tongue fell out. At Aliku, Facebook.com slash Aliku and Aliku.tumblr. Dot com. Yeah. Forward slash. Yeah. Why did they put that for? Because it's the root directory. Yeah. Slash dot. If you would like to leave us a review or a rating in iTunes, we would be very appreciative. You can also find us in the Zune marketplace. Um, I'm trying to think if anything's going on. I think if you want to challenge our gym, oh, uh, God. give us a while to build the teams. Yeah, we we should like pick a level range, find some place to camp out, and fucking do it. We could just sit around in the forest, just sit in front of the door and be like, "Hey, yeah. you can't get pit." Oh no, player clipping. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think, uh, Aliku is a website, we do comics, I think I'm going to start doing Not Aloof again this week, I don't know if I have time yet to go back to doing Aloof. Yeah, what's uh, your status in, like, the drop and everything? 
Uh, like his submissions are locked in and you're waiting on Yeah, the, the deadline was last week, so we're waiting on the judging and... Oh, it's so close. Like, I really have no idea who's going to win in our round. I got to keep up with this stuff. It's actually kind of neat. Like, there's one thing I, I want to say about, this, like, DeviantArt OCTs and stuff. Like, it's always hodgepodge. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen, like, a dozen different ways that people run them and keep track of things. And, like, you can, like, everybody submits and then you can add favorites or you could submit to the group. And there's folders and subfolders and everything. Or there's notes. You can do journals and... But at the same it really, time, it really just pisses me off because there is no like, there's no standard. Yeah, there's no standard. So I just, I usually just avoid them because I don't want to learn a new way of figuring out what the yeah. fuck is going on. But every once in a while, I mean, it's still just you know, creative people writing characters and writing short fiction for yeah. this contest. I mean, you know, I, I stay away from deviant art because it's a clusterfuck. But like, just the other day, I found some dude who draws like really, really dope like fantasy sketching stuff that looks Ooh. like. He, he mostly draws Dark Souls shit yeah. with, like, really incredibly accurate armor details Ooh, and stuff. Oh, and I'm man. just like, wow, dude. You you fucking really loved AD&D, didn't you? You fucking really <laughs> loved the art in those books. God damn, I love you. Wow. Um, everybody hire that guy to do the art for your, I don't know, self-published role-playing thing. All right, yeah. If you like that sort of style. Who doesn't? Oh, I fucking love it. Um, Look yeah. at my Tumblr. I, I, I posted a thing. It's gotten like a million notes by now, but all that credit should go to him because he's the artist. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's that. I'm going to try to get back to Not Aloof. I just need to find a good, better name for it. Um, well, because it doesn't make sense out of the context of Aloof. Yeah, I know. And the website, really. So no, that's that's okay. Just le- oh, yeah, we need a better name for the website. The website's all right. We need a better name for this whole operation. I like it. What? It's okay. unique. You go to Google and you put in Liku, and this is the way that we ended. Else shows up. This is the way that the last podcast ended. Because, goddamn. Anyway, you should sign us out. Yeah, because uh, until next week, remember to give credit where credit is twenty five cents per play. <laughs>